Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You gotta shut her up. I'm about to start. Okay. Yo. What is up? And welcome to another edition of Pointless Sports Opinions. I'm the big dog, Chasey J, joined alongside by none other than nasty Nate Tringali. Nate, how the hell are you? Doing great, man. I got out and played some golf today before it got too hot. Only did, shoot. only did nine holes. Whoa. Uh, we did kind of a scramble. But, uh, but yeah, we only played nine holes because it it, uh, it was getting hot by the time. But it felt great. We, we teed off at about 8.30. It was 85 degrees. It, it was great for the That's first five or six holes. Well, yeah. No, it was, it was awesome at first. How'd you shoot? Not good. No, it's rough. Not good? I knew as soon Not as you good. ignored that question. <laughs> I haven't played in a while, man. It was rough. <laughs> Dude, I don't even want... I'm so scared to play. I'm so scared. <laughs> I haven't played in over a year at this point. I, it's bad. Uh, I don't want to go back. in New York City? No, there's not. There's definitely not. Um, we're not going to talk about golf. We're not going to talk about golf. We are actually on part three of our octopod. Like golf, though. Yeah, you would. I got yeah, a lot when's to that going to happen? When's that going to happen? You let me know. We We're have a lot there. of big ideas, but nobody ever wants to do them. We're getting there. <laughs> okay. Um, but we're on part three of our NFL Octopod extravaganza. We're going to be talking about the NFC East today. But first, make sure you follow us at PSO Sports One on Twitter and Instagram and point the sports opinions on everything else. I said I might be writing an article in a couple weeks. Check out our website. It'll probably be up there. We have a lot of good stuff on there anyways. Nathan wrote a couple bad takes. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's been great. The website's wonderful. Um, Facebook, we've been active. Twitter, we've been active. Uh, and TikTok, we've been dead. But I'll bring it back, I swear. Um, but, yeah, Nathan, anything else to play? All right, get it all. No, you got it all, man. Okay, now I'm going to ask you this question before we get into this. Uh-oh. Out of five stars, how many stars do you rate in the NFC East? As far as <laughs> entertainment? Just in general. Just an in general rating of the NFC East. Two stars. I feel like that's a very, very comfortable answer right there. <laughs> um, speaking of two stars, we're starting with the New York Giants. They went four, th- four and two thirteen stars in twenty twenty. Worse there, I think. 
<laughs> I think I mean that they only have two stars. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, they went four and thirteen in twenty twenty one. Nathan, you want to talk about their over under a little bit? We uh, added some shit. Over under set at seven, and I honestly, I what do you think? Generous. I think that's generous, man. I, that's really high, do. dude. That's high. What do they think? You think Danny Dimes is just gonna ball out? I mean, they we'll get into more details why they probably have uh, seven win I, season, but I don't see many upsides in this team. I don't see them coming <laughs> close to five hundred. I really don't. I, I don't know what yeah. they're doing here. I don't understand. This I agree with I really you. don't. I would I would hammer the under, but we'll get into more details about Typically, it. Typically, most of most of you know my predictions, I, I don't pay attention to the over under, but generally I'm usually pretty close to to what the over under comes out at. Mm-hmm. I'm not that close. <laughs> I I'm pretty I'm about I'm a couple games off. Let's just leave it at that before <laughs> I spoil anything. Um, let's talk about some additions that they had in the off season. They picked up quarterback Tyrod Taylor. Um, he's coming over from the Texans. He signed a two-year, $11 million deal. Um, offensive lineman Mark Glowinski from the Colts, he signed a three-year, $20 million deal. And then uh, running back uh, Matt Breida, he signed a one-year deal. And then tied in Ricky Seals-Jones um, from the Commanders. He signed a one-year deal as well. Uh, I guess, I mean, there's really not much talk about free agent-wise here, but... I'm going to ask you something. Who's starting more games in 2022, Tyrod or Danny Dimes? You know, I was just going to say, do you think there should be a quarterback competition? That's a, that's a conversation we need to have. 100%. The thing is, is I don't know because they're very similar quarterbacks. Like, I feel like their ratings should be the exact I'm same. I'm not at all confident that Daniel Jones is the better quarterback in that quarterback room. me either like, i think they are on the exact same playing field like they are the same I honestly not don't. i mean tyrod has put up pretty solid numbers in the seasons he started in uh for the brief sent in in sandy or uh i guess it wasn't san diego at the time la la yeah everywhere he's gone he went to the texans was putting up pretty decent numbers for for the situation until he got hurt, you know. Obviously, he got stabbed. The, uh, the LA situation. He got you know his lung pumped. Yeah, he got stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> he's put up pretty solid numbers everywhere he's played for the time he's played there. He's just had some bad luck. Yeah, I mean, he did. He had a couple good games at the beginning that's, too for the Texans. Absolutely, and that's something that Daniel Jones can't really say. I don't know. How Daniel Jones puts. Him. He can. He can do some stuff sometimes. Fantasy wise, he's a great quarterback. Great a little bit, but I don't know about that. <laughs> He's very good. Ish. Goodish? I'll take goodish. <laughs> um man, dude, I love Tyrod. I've always liked Tyrod. I think Tyrod has always been underrated, but I think Tyrod's kinda run his course. Now he he can't stay healthy at all. He never can stay healthy. That's why I mean I'll just pick Daniel Jones just for even if Tyrod becomes the starter, he'll be the starter for a week and then be out. You know, this especially with you know this O line. All right, let's get into the the, uh, the departures here. They lost uh, tight end Evan Ingram. He went to the Jags. Um, offensive guard Will Hernandez. He went to the Cardinals. Um, safety Jabril Peppers. He went to the Patriots. Uh, defensive back Logan Ryan went to the Buccaneers. 
And offensive tackle Nate Solder is no longer with the team either. Nathan, any of these really stick out to you? I'd say Evan Ingram would be the most notable there. Um, I mean, he, he's a decent tight end target for sure, going going down to Jacksonville. But other than that, I don't addition subtractions. I don't think they're going to be much better, or much worse than last year. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I think it's just the Giants have just kept staying at this mediocre level for so much longer than I ever thought they could. Yeah. Um. So let's go through the, yeah. their draft here. That's crazy. I mean, the, yeah, teams, it's sad. It's a it's a it good is. franchise, you know. I think the Saquon injury kind of fucked everything up too. For you sure. Know. They, they took Daniel Jones. But. They missed Sa- they missed on Saquon and they missed on Daniel Jones. You know, or not missed on Saquon. Saquon just got hurt, but just they missed on Daniel Jones. Definitely you know. missed on Daniel Jones, but I, I like their uh, their draft picks this year for the most part. I think uh, I think they got some solid guys and the right right coach now. I, I do Brian Dable. I think he's the right guy to have there. To try and rebuild. Offensive-minded his... guy. Yeah. And that's – if if anybody can make Daniel Jones work, it might be – maybe it's Brian Davis. Him, yeah. True. I, I mean, and you never know how much these coordinators actually do till they get a head coaching job. Then you're like, okay, True. maybe that guy was the reason that offense was good. But sometimes it's those head coaches. I mean, Bill's got a pretty head coach, in my opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, but also I... – more of a defensive coach. True. Um, in the draft, first round, they got defensive end Kayvon Thibodeau and offensive tackle Evan Neal. Second round, they drafted a wide receiver and Wandale Robinson. Uh, third round, they took offensive guard Joshua Izudu and corner Cordell Float. <laughs> I'm not. that. His, I did not say his name fucking right at all. Uh, fourth round, they took tight end Daniel Bellinger and then safety Dan Belton. What do you think about the, the Thibodeau pick? Because it was kind of controversial at the time, just a little bit. I'll tell you what, I, I think he's going to be very good. Very. Do you think he's like Michael Parsons? Or Micah Parsons good, where he just comes out hot? Or... I don't know about that good. But That's I pretty good. <laughs> be in the running for uh, defense of the play of the year, I'd say. I would guess. Oh, first year? Or so. eventually? No, no. Defense rookie of the year. I'm sorry. Defense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. But that, I mean, I don't know. You're going to be going up against Hutchinson. You know, it, it, I don't know. Sauce. I think Hutchinson. Sauce. Yeah, Sauce might have a good year, too. Uh, I like picking up Evan Neal. I thought Evan Neal was the best lineman out of the draft. Um, the thing is, is it's, you know, everything that they do, I'm just not. Not happy, Bob, because they got Daniel Jones at quarterback. You know, uh, this strength of schedule. Though, look at looking at it. This was not the year to replace him. No. Yeah. I. I mean, yeah, you could do a Jimmy G trade. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just throwing shit out there. Really don't understand what's going on with that situation. Are they trading Jimmy G uh, or no? I don't know. We have a whole bunch of stuff. We'll talk about Jimmy G next week. Um, we got the NFC West next week. 
But strength of schedule, 29th hardest. Um, so they got a pretty easy schedule. Opponents had a 134, 154, and one record in 2021. Um, maybe that's why, you know, they're getting the over-under line at seven. You know, uh, strength of schedule, it does matter some years for some some teams. Um, but I don't know. Do you want your prediction first or mine? I'll go first. Okay. I don't see many. I, I really don't see many wins in this for the Giants. I think they're going to start out rough. They're going to end rough. It's going to be a bumpy ride this year. Like a drunk sex, <laughs> like a drunk sex night in college. <laughs> three. The bumpy 13. part is <laughs> the bumpy part is the herpes. The next one three and thirteen. Oh man, that's that is genital bumpy right there. That's really bad. Oh, I just God. like I said, I don't see many bright spots for this team. I mean, if Saquon can stay healthy, maybe four wins. I don't know, man. Like, I, look at the strength of schedule. I mean. I'm gonna I'm here, okay? Titans, Panthers, Cowboys, Bears, Packers, Ravens, and Jags. How many wins do you see? That's the first seven games. I think they could beat Jacksonville. Maybe. That it's a maybe. No, I I guarantee none of these games. Exactly. I think you're zero and seven. That's the problem with having a low strength of schedule. Is it could be lower if you played yourself. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a bad team. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Um, I think, you know, yeah, like I said, I had one of the easiest schedules last year. Um, they might have the hardest rebuild of any team. Would you think so? A lot of teams have, if not franchise guys, guys that, that, that w- they want to be the franchise or like, and pretty good replacements, you know, like Fields. Uh, you know, Lawrence, like those guys, those are situations where it's like, okay, you know, Baker, even in Carolina, you could see that maybe working out. The Giants got Daniel Jones. Like, in I, what situation? I give you three. What? Three. These are my three toughest rebuilds right now. Okay. Atlanta. Ooh, that's a good one. New York Giants. And the Seahawks. That was, that was a pretty good three, and I think we're going to see those three teams at the bottom. Um, that O-line's pretty bad. They got Evan Neal, but I don't – I mean, he's a rookie. Uh, I don't know what else he can do. Um, man. And I think they could have some upset wins. Evan Neal's a big pickup, but yeah, the rest of their offensive line is still a work in progress. I honestly think Daniel Jones is a really – he would be a really good backup on a team. I think he would be a really, really good backup. Uh, kind of like Tyrod, you know, in a lot of ways. Um, I think, you know, maybe you give him a good team around him too. He could put up some Taysom Hill numbers. You know, like Daniel Jones is a great, great guy for that. But he's just not a franchise guy. He's just not. Um, even like if they said, get a couple – I think they know that at this point. Yeah, I think, they know, I think they know this year's not going to go well. I mean, but last year but, wasn't a year to take a quarterback. Exactly. It just wasn't. Um, yeah, I, I got him. Their part. I got the G men going five and twelve. Five and twelve, still hammering the hammer the under. Um, Washington Commanders. Let's move on to them. Seven and ten in twenty twenty one. Nathan, what's their over under? Over-under is eight right now. 
Eight wins. Damn. Generous, too. Just or? a little just a little bit better than the uh, the Giants there. I could see Washington winning anywhere from five to ten games and not be surprised. Is that bad? They might have the biggest reach out of any team. You know, we're going to get into their, their strength schedule and shit, but uh, what do you think about that? I think this is a hard one to bet on. I agree. If, if you are going to bet, I'd hit under, but... I agree. Like, this is the one team, if I'm wrong about I'm not going to feel bad because it's a tough team. Yeah, especially with Carson Wentz coming in. Like, what's that going to What's that yeah. going to add? I don't know. What did you yeah. say, 7 or, and 10 last year? Or is it going to subtract? <laughs> yeah, they went 7 and 10 last year. And their defense, looked, their defense looked horrible last year, too. It did. I mean, they're still young. They're still coming together. I, I think they're going to be better this year, I think. Yeah, um, let's talk about who they picked up in the offseason here real quick. Uh, they picked up quarterback Carson Wentz. Obviously, they, they, they traded for him from the Colts along with a seventh-round 2022 pick in exchange for a 2022 third-rounder and a 2023 third-rounder, which can convert into a second-rounder based on Wentz snap totals based off Ian Rappaport. The team will also swap 2022 second-round picks. You like that? Um, offensive guard Trey Turner. Trey Turner, you like Trey Turner? Um, not that it's one. Fine. I thought but, he baseball, but <laughs> the one from the Steelers. He signed a one-year, three million dollar contract. Um, and then they signed defensive back Bobby McCain. Uh, he actually re-signed with the team for a two-year, eleven million dollar contract. We don't usually talk about re-signs. I accidentally put him in there. Don't sue me. I don't know. Um. You want to talk about their subtractions a little bit? All right, so subtractions we've got, obviously, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ricky Seals-Jones, Brandon Scherf. Uh, Brandon Scherf, that, that's, that's kind of a big that's loss. That's a really big on loss. The, on the offensive line. Yeah. Um, and then Landon Collins, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I They're going to get Chase Young back. Obviously, he got taken out due to injury. Uh, last year, towards the end of the year, um, he should be ready for week one, I would assume. I haven't looked, but hopefully this defense plays a little bit better than they did last year. I, I think Car- Carson Wentz is halfway competent. It may not look pretty, and it may you know make you pee yourself on the couch while you're watching the game, <laughs> but he did put up some pretty decent numbers last year. Not great, but, but decent. Yeah, 27 touchdowns, 7 picks. That's not bad for Carson Wentz. No, definitely not. You know? I'll take that. I'll take Yeah, I'll take that out of Carson Wentz. 10 times out of 10. Um, okay. I, and the Brandon Sheriff thing, yeah. I mean, he's a 5-time Pro Bowler. You know, losing a 5-time Pro Bowler at any position is tough, let alone your offensive line. Um, let's jump into the draft here a little bit. First round... They took wide receiver Jahan Dotson, as we know. Uh, second round, they took defensive tackle Fedarian Mathis. Uh, third round, they took running back Brian Robertson Jr. And then fourth round, they took free safety Percy Butler. What do you think about um, the commander's draft here? Not bad. Uh, I mean, with the picks they had, I think they got pretty uh, pretty good value. How do you feel about Dotson? I don't see anything wrong with it. I think he'll be all right. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. 
you got Terry McLaurin. You don't. You're not. Doesn't have to be a number one. If he he could end up as a decent number two though. I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's just a nice B minus draft or C plus draft. C plus draft, I'd say. Um, I'd say B minus C plus somewhere in there. Uh, they're over unders eight, and I mean it might be a similar situation to the Giants, where we're going to talk about their strength of schedule here. It is tied for thirty first. That's right. They have the easiest schedule in the NFL. Opponents in 2021 went 133, 155, and 1. So last year, their opponents were garbage cans. Um, do you want your prediction first or mine? Go on. Okay. They got a lot of winnable winnable games on the schedule. I'll give them that. Um, I'm very curious about how this defense is going to show up. I do have faith that I – I mean, they were a playoff team two years ago. Like, let's not forget that. They were a playoff team. Ty, Taylor Haneke was playing in the playoffs. Um, <clears throat> so, I just I, – I, I don't know. Jacksonville, Detroit, I mean, they could easily start 2-0. Then, once you get into the Philly-Dallas area, I don't I don't know. Um, that could, I think that could go either way. Yeah, along with, you know, Chicago – and I think Chicago could sneak a game out of them easily. Uh, Houston as well. Um, you know, big Davis Mills game, you never know. Um, but, and also, let's throw on top of it that the whole organization is a ginormous mess. Dan Schneider, yeah. there's so much allegations and shit. Um, you know, Ron Rivera, <laughs> he beat cancer, and now he has to deal with this shit. Um now he's got to beat the commanders, you know. Owners. Yeah, now he's got to beat the allegations. Um, right. <laughs> Not on him. If I think if that defense can show up, like you said, Chase Young did get hurt last year. If that defense can show up, just even maybe like a, a B-minus version of that team two years ago, I think they could they could make the playoffs almost easily, especially if Wentz has only turned the ball over, or not, not only throwing seven interceptions, I should say. Um but uh, just the Carson Wentz stuff just doesn't get me excited. See, I think the, the Carson Wentz thing, I think people remember that year is a lot worse just because of the way it ended. Yeah. You know, it ended with a loss to Jackson. It's just bad plays. That's what, that's what people remember. Yeah. Didn't they have a 99% chance of making the playoffs? It was something. 90, 95. Absolutely insane. And you played Jacksonville, who's head coach was just fired after being a piece of shit. You know, like, uh, God. But, I don't know. I think that, I really think they're going to stay in the playoff hunt a while. I think we're going to have the roller coaster of Carson Wentz. You know, they're going to be in the playoff hunt for most of the year. Um, man, I think they're going to go 8-9. and nine. If I have to pick a set record, I would say 8-9. Nathan, what do you think is the the uh, like the lowest amount of wins they can win in the highs? So I'm gonna go with my low of six and eleven. Damn. Okay. So I think my high. I think my high would be eleven. No, no. I, my, my high would be nine wins. Nine. I can see him getting ten. I can see them getting 10 if they dominate the division. 
Um, if one of the teams we talk about here in a little bit, uh, Dallas falls apart as badly as they might, uh, they could, you know, easy two wins from there. They got an easy, you know, easy division other than Philly. Um, but speaking of Philly, are you done? Are you done with the, the commanders? I don't want to talk about them anymore. I think they're... All right, so you, you had them at 8 and 9. I, I had them at 6 and 11. 6 and 11? 7 Oh, seven and ten. Seven, seven and ten. And ten. That, I mean, that's what I had them at for a long time too. I just think they have to get at least one game with Carson Wentz. One, you know, plus one over the Taylor Heineke. Because if they stay the same, that's going to look really bad. Um, I just don't know that that's true. Yeah, but uh, they can do better. Like you said, it's a it's a weak schedule, so there's a chance some things can break their way, but. I think as it sits, seven and ten. I, I feel I had him at six and eleven. I literally just bumped him up about ten minutes before we started. Damn. Yeah, I think six and eleven might be like worst case scenario. You know, Carson Wentz looks horrible. You know, something like that. I'm not expecting best case scenario from them though. Yeah, no. Um, so Philly, Philly's the next team here. They went nine and eight in 2021. Um, they lost. In the wild card to the Bucks, uh, fifteen to thirty-one, they got dominated by the Bucks. I should say. Uh, over under is at nine and a half. This is a good one, Nate. I want to hear it. Nine and a half. Yeah, give me a case. I, I, I think that's four or against. What do you feel? Half, I, I think that's about right on. I, I do. Yeah, that that's a I tough line. <clears throat> I, I think they do. And I haven't looked at the uh, the schedule, you know, strength of schedule or anything for them yet. But I would guess I, I it doesn't seem like a too easy, too hard schedule. Yeah, I mean this whole what do you have? This whole division kind of. Uh, I mean, they got the benefit of the down of being, you know, you have the Commanders and Giants in one division. Those are winnable games, no matter what. They do, but here's the th- here's the thing. I I really think the way I look at this division, I think. For the Eagles, I think they can beat the Giants twice. I see. I think the Commanders can split that, and then I think they can definitely split against the uh, the Cowboys. So easy division, but I, I don't see them gaining much from. Yeah, them. I would get. I would if I had to bet, I would hit the over just because that's going to be what I guess at the end. But that's a that's a like you said, that's a tough line. Um. Let's. It is. I think that I think they've got that one right. Let's on. see if uh, maybe the additions and subtractions will sway us one way. Uh, they picked up wide receiver AJ Brown from Tennessee, as we know in the draft, in exchange for a 2022 first rounder, which was number 18 overall, and a third rounder. Um, this was, uh, you know, other than um, Marquise getting traded. I mean, nothing really. We this is supposed to be the the trade draft. Remember Nate. You're trying to hype up the draft, saying all these trades that are going to happen. I mean, this is a pretty big. I mean, it's a pretty big trade. We didn't know AJ Brown. There were some. Yeah, we didn't know AJ Brown was on the market, and I think it really, really is a, a big plus for Philly. Um, they also picked up linebacker Hassan Reddick. He signed a three-year, forty-five million dollar deal from Arizona. Um, line, he's a linebacker. In case I didn't say that, uh, linebacker Kazir White. He signed a one-year deal up to five million dollars. From he was from the Chargers. Uh, they also got corner James Bradbury. 
He signed a one-year, $10 million deal. Nathan, what do you think about these uh, these additions here? The A.J. Brown, that, that was my favorite move of the offseason. Great move. Terrific move. A.J. Brown. Philly did what I wanted Baltimore to do. Exactly. And you know what? It, it comes down to knowing themselves. I, mm-hmm. I really think it does. Because Philly, for the last five years or so, keeps drafting receivers high. Yeah. And they keep missing. Not that Devontae Smith was bad last year. I think Devontae Smith is good. He, yeah, he had a solid season. But before that, they had just... But he wasn't, you know, superstar level, like Jamar Chase level. That first yeah, year. well, I mean, you compare any rookie receiver to Jamar Chase, you're going to be pretty disappointed. Exactly. But other than that, they've just whiffed on every receiver they've taken. So them going out and making a move and getting a guy that they know what they're getting, he's established, I, I love it for them. That, like I said, that's just knowing who you are. Knowing your weak spots and saying, you know what, let's let's change that. Let's go get get a guy a different way. Yeah. Whether it's signing a free agent or trading for somebody, if if you got to step up and you know pay a little bit more money or give away the, another draft pick to make it happen, just make it happen. And also kudos to them for this. Feels like they're really going to start going all in with Jalen Hurts. I mean, I know last year was kind of like the all in year, but don't tell me if they would be three and seven. If Gardner Minshew wouldn't have, you know, been thrown out there to start, you know, it would have happened. Um, so I, I like that they're going all in with with Hertz and getting him some help. I think that O lines, you know, it's all right. I, I'm I'm kind of excited for the season that Hertz might be able to put up with AJ Brown, and I think this jumps Devontae Smith's uh, value up really high because him as a one, I mean, he's not going to be that good. You know, he's just not. He's a rookie. He doesn't know that much. Um, but him as a two, damn. You get some doubles on A.J. Brown, and he's open. Devontae Smith's going to burn your ass. I think he's going to catch over 1,000 yards this year. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I If you told me, yeah, if like Hurts only threw like 3,500 yards, but 2,000 of it was to A.J. Brown and uh, – AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, would you, you know, be surprised? No. No, I wouldn't. Especially this this receiving core is is famous for uh, spreading the ball out a lot. You know, yeah, because they haven't had that number one guy in a long time. I think having AJ Brown and Devontae Smith kind of getting more towards a, a one two uh, one two punch combo, something like that can make a big difference for this offense. They've got a solid running game last year. Hopefully, you know, with Jalen Hurts as well as, you know, they, they were kind of rotating through backs, but yeah. they ended up putting some solid numbers up in the, in the run game last year. Their offensive line was great. Adding A.J. Brown, I think that's a game changer for them. Well, they're going to be starting their running back next year. Still Sanders, I think. Yeah. Um... Because they, I mean, as we're about to talk about here with subtractions, great leeway here. They lost running back Jordan Howard. He still remains unsigned. Um, they also lost guard Brandon Brooks. Uh, Brandon Brooks, he retired. Uh, linebacker Alex Singleton, he went to the Broncos. Corner uh, Stephen Nelson, he went to the Texans. Safety Rodney McLeod. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. He went to the Colts. Uh, anything big on the, the, the subtractions front here? I mean... No, I mean, Brandon Brooks, like I said, their they're, uh, offensive line last year was pretty good, especially run in the run game. But they kept Jason Kelsey. That's, that's a big one up front. Uh, Brandon Brooks retiring, that kind of sucks. <clears throat> but otherwise, I don't see any huge, huge losses for him. Uh, going back to the additions, other than A.J. Brown, uh, Hassan Reddick, I, I kind of like that, and because uh, you're white. And, and James Bradbury, I think, could end up being pretty good for him. They kind of struggled a little bit in pass defense last year, um, so I like that, that pickup. Yeah, I just, I mean, I, I don't think they lost too much. Um Sorry. I don't think so. I just I don't think I think they definitely gained more than they lost for sure. Um we're gonna talk about their their draft here. I was trying to look some stuff up. Uh first round they took defensive tackle Jordan Davis. Second round they took Love center it. Cam Jurgens, and then in the third round they um took the falling Nicobe Dean linebacker. What do you think about their draft? Solid draft. A lot of people I love the Jordan. A Davis. lot of people said Philly. I, had I don't the best. know much about Cam Jurgens, but uh, Nicobe Dean w- was a good pick up there in the third round too. He fell. Oh, he fell, fell. He, he fell a lot. I, I, you know, and usually I don't watch much of of the day two draft, but I had my eyes on that all day because I'm like, when is this guy gonna, guy gonna go? I, I figured he was gonna go much higher than that. There were talks about him going in the first round. Yeah. Definitely, and I, I heard his physical was, or his, uh, what was it? Was it his physical or his, like, injury history or whatever? His medical. Medical, yeah. Questionable, his, questionable. Like, some GMs, the report was, I don't know if it ever got confirmed or not, but it was one of the worst medicals that yeah. they've ever seen. Um, I, I think he could turn out well. But, yeah, if you, you get him in the third it round. It all depends on health, obviously. But. You get a first-round talent in the third round, you know. Like, how many times have we seen guys with – Injury concerns, and then they come in the league and they're fine. You know, no Sean Marino ripped his whole leg off, and guess what? He was fine in the league. Um, you never know, man. Yeah, true. And he was a running back too. Um, let's talk about strength of schedule here. Like most of the teams in this division, they have an easy road. Thirtieth um, hardest, so one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. Bonus in twenty twenty one went one thirty three, one fifty four, and two. Oh, man. I'm excited to talk about the Eagles. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Who do you want? I'll go first. So, Okay. I think the strength of schedule shows a little bit here. Yeah. Because I, I look at the record I have them that, and, and I don't feel like they're that good of a team. But then I look at the schedule and I'm like, you know what? That looks realistic. Yeah. What do you got? Jalen Hurts, I still feel like he, he's got a bit of a ceiling that – I don't know if A.J. Brown can really fix that. He's a little bit inaccurate. 
Maybe you can come back and fix that a little bit this year. But I've got him at ten and seven. Did we say the over under? Uh, I don't think so. Nine and a half. Oh yeah, we did. Nine we talked about it. Yeah, we it was did. perfect. Yeah, we did. Exactly. Yeah. So I've got him at ten wins, ten and seven. I, I think that's about right. I really do. Yeah. I, I. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. My estimate isn't too far off. Um, I think all signs are pointing up for the Eagles. I think this is their year to win this division. Um, they got AJ Brown for relatively cheap. I think you know. I mean, what else are you going to do in this draft? I didn't think there really was um, anybody crazy for them to take, and they still got Jordan Davis, who great defense attack, with great pickup. Um, so the big question is: Can Hurts take a step up and you know take control of this division himself? Because this is one hundred percent the year. This is the year. Put up uh, a Lamar and Vic type year with a thousand yards rushing and three thousand yards passing and win the division on top of it. I want to see that out of Jalen Hurts. And honestly, I mean you're questioning him a little bit, his ceiling. I think I think this kid's really good. I really like him. Um I think I think they're gonna take advantage of this division. It at worst case scenario, I see this being similar to when the Raiders made the playoffs with Derek Carr. Uh, not last year, but a couple, you know, his MVP, quote-unquote, um, conversation oh, yeah. year, you know, where they just had an easy-ass strength of schedule. They were an okay team, and then the following year, you're like, okay, never mind. These these Raiders aren't that good. They're, they're not that good of a team. It's because they had the 31st easiest, you know, or 31st strength of schedule, you know, um, which I think, you know, Philly could take advantage of that. That could be a fluke, but, I mean – Think, look at this this stretch of games that they close out the year with: New York Giants, Chicago, New Orleans, and then the Giants again. If they are, what is it? Uh, let's go six and seven. You just win four straight games and possibly win the division. You just have to stay five hundred up until the last four games of the season. Uh, I mean, the New Orleans game might be a little tough, depending on how they turn out, because that's also. I don't know what the fuck. I, I have them losing to the Saints. There, wow. And I have them losing to the Cowboys there as well. Oh, shit. But realistic, realistically, I have them splitting with the Cowboys either way. I mean, you know, the, the loss could come either way. Yeah. I think this is the year Philly. I have them splitting with the Cowboys, and then I have them losing to the Saints. Yeah, I think I had them losing the first week. They're they're going to split with the Cowboys, I think. I think they're going to have pretty good matchups with the Cowboys this year. Um, but I got them going 11-6. I think they're going to win the division. Um, and take it back. Yeah, it's going back to Philly. <clears throat> That's fair. All right, let's move on to the team that won the division last year. How about them Cowboys? 12-5 and five oh, in 2021, and then they got their ass kicked by Jimmy G in the playoffs. <laughs> Jimmy, hospital ball, Garoppolo, throwing, throwing the balls down the middle <laughs> so every receiver could break their neck, and the Cowboys lost 17-23. Um, Over-under is 10, Nathan. Let me hear your thoughts about this. Again, I think that's I think that's right on. Yeah. Yeah. I do I think it's pretty close for them. Ten wins. Again, you know everybody in this NFC East division has a pretty easy schedule that usually lines up division to division. Uh it, you know, if if one of them has a tough schedule, they pretty much all have a tough schedule. But Yeah. I think that's going to play in this division's favor. They're not playing the toughest teams. 
obviously the, this division's weak as it is. So I and I think that the Eagles and the Cowboys are going to kind of feast off of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like it's too hard to bet against this one. They they could be a ten win team. You never know what the Cowboys. Cowboys, you can almost pencil them in to ten wins sometimes. Um, That's true. So their additions, they picked up wide receiver James Washington. If you remember him from Pittsburgh, um, linebacker Dante Fowler, they picked him up as well. Um, the Cowboys were more known. I, I only put those two down just because there's you know other guys they signed. Obviously, there's other guys all these other teams signed too, but I just don't put them down just because you know they could be a guy that is a third string or whatever. But they, the Cowboys, I wanted to put that they re-signed a fuck ton of people. They restructured a bunch of contracts uh, and re-signed a lot of people. So I just want to throw that in there. So I'm, I'm going to add that to their additions so I don't knock them too much. Um, what do you think about the additions or, I guess, the running it back except for Amari Cooper and Cedric Wilson type thing? I, I think it's going to be much of the same, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, there. I, I don't see a whole lot of change here. You know, when the Amari Cooper thing, you've got Michael Gallup and – uh, CeeDee Lamb to take over. I, I'm not really too worried about that. That Gallup looked great. Uh, Randy Gregory a, a little bit. Um, just kind of the guy on the other other side of uh, Micah Parsons. Yeah. That could affect him a little bit. But I, I don't think that'll be too big of a hole to fill. Yeah. I, I honestly don't see much much different from last year. Yeah. I, I, I think this defense is still going to show up too. I think they still got they still got bite, and they're going to be able to keep this team in games. Um, subtractions, these are the, the people they lost, obviously. Um, Amari Cooper, he was traded to the Browns, as we know in that blockbuster trade. Um, wide receiver Cedric Wilson, as we also said. He went to the Dolphins. Um, guard Connor Williams, he went to the Dolphins. Um, offensive lineman Lyle Collins, he went to the Bengals. Defensive end Randy Gregory, another guy we talked about. He went to the Broncos. He's going to help them out. Safety, uh, Keneal, or Kenu Neal. That's a hard name to say. Say that five times yeah, fast. It's, it's um, he went to the Buc- the Buccaneers. And then, of course, Greg Lake. He went to the Jets. He's gone. It's Keanu Neal. Keanu, yeah. Keanu, what the fuck did I say? Keanu. Jesus. Uh, I didn't have a, I don't have my, my pomegranate tequila drink this time around. So my, my voice is getting a little raspy. I, I must have messed <laughs> up. Um, so, I mean, you already kind of talked about it a little bit with Cedric Wilson and Michael Gallup. So, are you are, um, with Michael Gallup and uh, CeeDee Lamb, do you think losing Cooper and Cedric Wilson is as big of a blow as people think it is? No, I, I don't think they needed him. I don't think they needed him. Oh. You don't? I really don't. No, no. I mean... It, Maybe losing both of them affects him a little bit, but you know, I, I think losing tomorrow, you've got Michael Gallup and CD Lamb. Got a great both tight end too. I think. It, absolutely, you know, I, I don't think this is going to be too big of a loss for him. I think Dak's going to have still have plenty of weapons. The question with this team is, as it has been in the last few years, what is he going to do? Perfect. I'm glad we're talking about that. Actually, I'm not glad we're talking about that. We got to save that for when we're doing our predictions. We gotta save the save the but, Zeke but that's, talk. That's the question mark I see with this team because I think Dak's gonna put up similar numbers he did last yeah. year. I think there's gonna be much of the same from him. 
uh, I don't think losing to Mario or Cedric's going to make too big of a difference in, in the grand scheme of things. I like that take. I think the question for this team's success is going to be, I, I think the defense is still going to be close to the same other than Trayvon Diggs for him to keep up that pace on interceptions would be insane. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of people doubting. So that'll probably take a step back. They're, but, they were doubting his corner abilities I, too because he was, I mean, there was games he was getting burns, but he gets he, he gets a lot of picks. But, I mean, at the same time, he, does. he gets picks. That, I mean, that's that changes games. So I don't care if he gets burned a couple times. Yeah, I, I think th- this season could look a little bit different from him. Just, you know, that's a, that's a tough pace to keep up on, obviously. So th- that could easily come down a little bit. Yeah. But uh, I, I think it's going to be much of the same for the Cowboys this year. I, I don't see Zeke doing a whole lot more, obviously. He, he, it, it's been, what, three years? Since he had that breakout season and, and got the big contract, <clears throat> I, I just don't think he's going to be making a comeback. Yeah, I, I think it's too late for that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, I love to see. I it. like and like I like what you said about um, Gallup. Or uh, yeah, uh, they have the replacements. They do because Gallup came back off the IR and he was catching touchdowns last season. Gallup looks good. Uh, CD, I, as we know, he had a great year, overshadowed as well by Jamar Chase. Um, but yeah, I think I, 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 I kind of at first when I, you see Amari Cooper, you think, oh shit, that's a big loss. He didn't even catch a thousand yards last year. He caught eight touchdowns, but he didn't catch a thousand yards. You know, I'm just I'm throwing that out there. If it, you know, he's not as I don't think it was that big of a loss. I really he's don't. not as you know he doesn't put up as gaudy. Not, not as, that losing Amari Cooper isn't a loss, but they like you said they had the replacements there. Yeah. He was a guy that you could get rid of if you can get his salary off the books and get some picks in return. Good deal. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about their draft here. So in the first round they Especially took – Especially since the Cowboys tend to overpay for people, so they need the extra cap space. Yeah. Um, first round they took offensive tackle Tyler Smith. Second round, defensive end Sam Williams. Uh, third round they took Jalen Tolbert, wide receiver. And then in the fourth round they took tight end Jake Ferguson – um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know that much about <laughs> who the Cowboys drafted. Um, Tyler Smith. I mean, he was kind of high up on the boards. He's, he's a good lineman. Maybe rejuvenate that uh, old offensive core that they have right now out there. It's older than the core of the earth. They do that. That that's one. That's another thing to talk about, and it could go hand in hand with with Zeke too. Yeah. That offensive line is aging. Yeah. And, you know, gone from the best offensive line in the league just a couple of years ago is getting old and fast. So, you know, them drafting somebody in the first round to kind of rejuvenate things, and I think that's a good move too because they, they lost a couple of guys on the offensive line in, in the subtractions there too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's it's pretty decent pickups for sure. Straight the schedule. 31st hardest, so like other teams in the division. But they have the easiest schedule in the league next year, according to their opponent's 2021 record, which was 133, 155, and 1. Um, okay, I, can I give my prediction on, on the Cowboys? I'm going to go off on the Cowboys here. Do it. Okay, so they get the benefit of having one of the easiest schedules in the league. No shock there, right? Like, no shock there that the fucking Cowboys, of course, are going to get benefited with that. 
But damn, you know, I think I think they lost a decent amount. I think that offensive line is old. Um, I think Amari Cooper in the red zone. I think th- that's whenever they might see it uh, affect him a little bit. Um, I think Randy G- Gregory helped uh, open up some holes for for Parsons to get through too. I think Michael Parsons is insane though. I think this defense might be able to you know keep them afloat. But let's talk about. I, I want to jump into Zeke a little more here. Zeke played 17 games last year. Did you know that? He played every single game. He rushed for 1,007 yards. Every game? Every game, and he barely broke 1,000 yards. Barely. Zeke had Zeke is 27, and he's aging like he's 35 years old. I'm tired of hearing Zeke's name in conversations for best running back in the league. I don't think he's – I think he's outside the top five now, like – if we're, I'm not even talking fantasy. Oh, you oh could, without a doubt. You could put him in fantasy. I don't give a shit about fantasy. I'm talking about actual top five. Who's the best running well, backs? I don't want even, Zeke. Not even fantasy. No. Yeah, but I. He hasn't been for for a couple of years now. Um, they're just putting a lot of confidence in Dak too. I think Dak, Dak really, you know, he's got a power arm. I think he's a good good quarterback. Um. But I just don't know how much he can do. I think the schedule maybe benefits them a little bit. But also, they got Mike McCarthy out there. Mike McCarthy is not known for being a genius on the football field. He's not. You know, Mike McCarthy makes some pretty stupid mistakes. So now you got a bad O-line. You got Zeke, who's 27 going on 40. And um, you don't have a, a red zone threat in Amari Cooper. I think those are a lot of bad signs. And also, let's talk about starting the season. They start the season at Tampa Bay and Cincinnati week one and two. They have an easy schedule, but it's backloaded. Those first two games, though, they might get wild. And then they play the Giants, they play the Commanders, and they play the Rams. Um, if the Giants are going to like split a series, which I don't know if they will with the Cowboys, if, if, if it's going to come, it's going to come early, in my opinion. Um, but after they're by, they, they definitely they can rattle off some wins. They, they have some possibility. Um, but early on, like, would you be surprised if this team did not start, you know, one and four? No, absolutely. I, I could totally see that. You know, like, it, that's the Dallas team. There's so many they've, red flags. They've got Bucks, Bengals, Giants, Commanders, Rams, and then Eagles. Once they hit. That's, that's their first six games. Once they hit their bye, you know, Green Bay and Minnesota, that's not going to be easy either, you know. That's not going to be easy. Like I don't know how they have one of the easiest no. schedules. Once you you know you sprinkle in some of these these teams, but a lot of these teams got better from twenty twenty one too. Um, but you know, Indy, Houston, Jacksonville, Philly, and Tennessee, and Washington—that's a good stretch, I guess. But I think Dallas is going to hover around the playoffs, maybe even going like a four-game winning streak at one of these points where they face a lot of bad teams. Um, but I think it's going to be a real up and down season with the Cowboys. I think they're going to be fighting 500 until the very end and go nine and eight. Um, if that sneaks into the playoffs, it might. But I'm sorry, this is just our uh, division breakdown show. I'm not going to go over um, who's going to have more points if there's a tiebreaker at eight, nine, and eight. I'm just going to say nine and eight. I don't know if they're making the playoffs. <laughs> Nate, what do you I say think? They're making the playoffs. Oh, what do you got them doing? I got them going ten and seven. And I, th- I think that makes the playoffs this year in the NFC. Wow! So you got? Do you have them so, tied with the Eagles? Didn't you have the Eagles going ten and seven too? 
I do. I, oh. I have them both tied. Who do you got winning the division? I mean, you don't have to. I just said how I wasn't going to do it. Now I'm going to make you do it. But <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know how it's going to fall. Wow. But I, I've got them both tied. Don't even. Don't get me sorry. I've got another surprise in the uh, in, in another division. Some more ties for you. So I, I don't know how these are going to fall. But I, I see ten and seven for for both of them. Yeah, I think that's. Because again, I, I think the Eagles and Cowboys probably split, uh, so the the head to head is not going to make a difference. I don't think, but you know, maybe that could be a, a, a difference maker, the head to head matchup if one of them ends up taking both games against each other. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else on the Cowboys? No, I got nothing else. I, I don't want to talk about the Cowboys. Anymore. <laughs> I hate the Cowboys. Um. So as we said. <laughs> Cowboys, I said nine and eight. Nathan says ten and seven. Um, Philly, I have them going eleven and six. Uh, Nathan has them going ten and seven. Um, and then we got uh, Washington, the Commanders. I got them going eight and nine. Um, Nathan, what'd you say? Seven win team. The Commanders. Yeah. Let me recount. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you going through the schedule? Going through the schedule? Yes. Eeny, meeny, miny, uh, moe? Six and 11. Six and 11. Okay. Um, and then... No, no, I said 7 and 10. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say... I think it's, I think we said anywhere from... I think we said anywhere from 6 and 11 to uh, yeah. 10. I, said, I said 10, but... I said 7 and 10. Um, and then, uh, G-Man, I got going 5 and 12. Uh, you're a little more harsh. You got 4 and 13, don't you? 3 and 13. 3 and 13. Or, or, yeah, you, you mean 4. What was it? So it would be seven and seven, 17 games, Yeah, right? so it would be 4. Or 3 and 14. No, I've got them 3 and 14. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Damn. <laughs> yep, 3 and 14. Uh, either way, G-Man, they're, they're going to suck. But, okay. Uh, Nathan, are you ready for the final thought? You go first. Okay. Um... So, I don't know if anybody was on Twitter today. It's July 21st. Um, we had a couple... Uh, this is going to be the first time ever, I think, that I talk about soccer on Pointless Sports Opinions. I'm talking about soccer, okay? Let me, soccer. I'm talking about soccer. Because Minnesota, the MLS team, beat a Premier League team. It was a friendly, but they beat them in Everton. Play, in Everton. They beat Everton 4-0. And Everton started all their players, and nobody and every uh, and also on top of that, um, was it Inter Miami tied? Who they tied? Damn it, Chelsea, Chelsea. They tied Chelsea. Thank you, my producers in my ear. Ooh, they tied Ch- Chelsea. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about soccer, but the name Chelsea. Chelsea you know, yeah, Chelsea's fell off a little bit, but Inter Miami um, tied Chelsea. Or, or some MLS team, I, I don't know. But all I want to talk about is, I've always said I don't, I don't hate soccer. I really don't. I hate the people that love soccer, like that are obsessed with it. They're just, and you know exactly who I'm talking about, don't you, Nate? Just give me the word that comes to your head when you think of hardcore soccer people. <laughs> Douchebag, right? I, I can't, I can't say that. Yeah, well, I can. Um, but. And, and this just proved my point. I'm just kidding. Obviously, you know, I'm friends with a lot of people that like soccer. Don't take this to heart. I'm also dating a soccer player. So, yes, don't take this to heart. Um, but case in point, 
A Premier League team lost to an MLS team, and people in the comments were spamming USA, you know, Gold Cup qualifying matches. Like how we lost 4 nothing to Brazil, and we're losing 3 nothing to... And it's like, who gives a fuck? You guys are supposed to be better than us. And there's also people in the comments saying like, oh, this isn't really that big of a deal. You guys are overblowing this. And it's like, are you shitting me? If a G League team played an NBA team and the G League team won, would we be freaking out? Hell yeah. I know it's not Barcelona. Barcelona won 6-0 against whoever they play. I get it. But guess what? They played a Premier League team. We are a shitty MLS team, and we beat them. We beat them. I know, I know it would never happen, but I, I've always thought, you know, whether it's the G League or I, I thought of it for the NFL and the XFL, if you take the, the winner of the XFL championship and put them against the worst NFL team, whoever's got the number one pick, put them against it, one game, whoever wins gets a, the last spot in the NFL for that year. Jeez, I don't, I don't like that. Be, it'll never happen. But I thought that that makes it interesting. Yeah, I oh it wasn't it wasn't Inter Miami. Inter Miami lost to. Uh, sorry, I've been fact checking here just so I don't get ridiculed. Uh, Charlotte FC tied Chelsea one one, and then Minnesota won four nil against Everton. And let me just read. Oh, people are saying it's preseason matches that no one from Europe cares about. I don't give a fuck. It's still a huge upset. Let us celebrate something, you asshole. You still started your starters. You started your starters and you got your ass kicked. Like four nil is bad. I mean, I'm not obviously it's not a regular season game. Obviously the game means nothing. But it's that's still something. Like what a bunch of babies. Like just absolute babies to be Yeah, and then uh there's just a bunch of people spamming that Barcelona beat Inter Miami six to nothing. Or 6-0. It's like, shut up. No, no, that's the best team in the Premier League. Okay, that's my final thought. So, we're going to talk about baseball again. You're going to hate me. Oh, my God. This is... We're talking about Juan Soto here, man. The Cardinals are getting Juan Soto. I'm totally convinced. <sighs> we're doing this shit again? I'm, they're going to do it, man. Like... The, the, the question shouldn't are the I, I shouldn't say they're gonna do it. I should say they should do it. I, I really think so. I, I told you on the phone earlier. He's got this the rest of this year and one year left. He's really got the rest of this year and two years left. Okay. So even if we don't sign him to a long term contract after this, we've still got two and a half years with him. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that that talks me into it more because originally we thought it was one and a half, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And one and a half years gives you. One and a half years with Arnado, Goldschmidt, and Juan Soto. I would rather have, you know, five Two years. And a half years. Give me, you know, and Juan Soto, give me I mean, 15 I, years. I would love that, but. Or you could just pay Juan Soto. There's no guarantee. I, I'm not saying they're not going to sign him, but. If they get Juan Soto, you know, I wouldn't be surprised you know if we let him walk in two years. <laughs> I know. I know. You know the Cardinals. But we can hope for, for them not to do that. That would be a hell of a hell know. of an offense, though. That I mean, think about like just recent powerhouse. I mean, you got Giancarlo, Rizzo, and um, Stanton right now in New York, and Matt Carpenter too. Um, but I mean, <laughs> just on paper, you know, you have Otani and Trout. You know, but on paper, you get Arenado, Goldschmidt, and Juan Soto. 
That's like a freaking fantasy team. Oh, just kidding. Huge, man. And, you know, the whole thing, we obviously, we also need pitching. I, I think we do need another bat. Yeah, we'll probably waste that. But yeah. we also need pitching. The, and the whole thing is, you know, you can get you can get pitching in the offseason. We can get pitching next year at the trade deadline. We're not going to be able to get Juan Soto either of those times. True. And Juan Soto is a generational talent. Trade the farm. Looks looks to be. Yeah. And he's 23 years old. He's 23, dude. Yeah, true. And we have the best assets to trade for him. By far. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. If there's anybody that can get this deal done, we can. It's it's just a matter of can we stomach what it's going to take. True. I need to get you on a, a baseball pod. To make it happen, I need to get you on a baseball pod with Nick. Um, so I don't, I, I'm usually not as into baseball as I am this year. It's got me interested. I've been more into it too. The Cardinals have been fun, and I mean, I'm in New York, and the Yankees are doing the Yankees and Mets are doing all right. Um, but the Yankees, I mean, Giancarlo, he's so, he's my favorite player. So I don't know. I don't know how true it is, but I saw uh, on on Twitter that Steve Cohen and Bill Dewitt, those are the owners of the Mets and the Cardinals. Bill Dewitt, the, the Cardinals, and uh, Steve Cohen, the Mets, are are putting a lot of pressure on their executives to get a deal done with Juan Soto. Oh my God, personally, I'm. I think for the Mets to get a deal done here, trading him within the division. If I'm the if I'm the Nationals, it's going to take a lot to get me to trade a guy like that in the same division that I'm going to have to face. True, a lot every year for the next decade plus. It's based off who they they give up to. You know, I mean. And if they find a way to keep Pete too, one of, the you got, worst, one of the worst contracts in Major League Baseball right now is Patrick Corbin, who has a six ERA, and I think they're was it twenty three million, twenty four million average for the next three years. Jesus, they're wanting to package him in with Juan Soto, and I don't blame him. You know, like hey, that's <laughs> you're getting Soto, you're gonna you're gonna take this bad contract with him. Like I don't blame yeah, him at all for doing that. That's Absolutely. that's Mr. He's Mr. Cardinal too. That he would fit right in. Mediocre starting pitcher that we just throw out there. You know, that we can take from a six ERA down to a four and a half. Yeah, and be proud of it and be happy. We can <laughs> we can fix this guy. We can fix Michaelis. We can fix anybody. Um, okay, I'm done. We talked a lot. Uh, we'll be in Vegas next week, but this podcast will come out that week. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, Nathan, you know what to say. Also, it's my birthday next week. Just saying that, too. If anybody wants to Venmo me some money to blow in Vegas, I'll be all down should, for that. We should make you one of those, uh, you know, how the girls do for their bachelorette parties. I'm doing it. One of those Venmo things on on, on yeah. Instagram and Facebook and everything. I'm doing it. I'm putting that shit up, and I'm fucking getting as much. I don't care. I'll show my feet. If you want feet pics, easy. I'll give you feet pics if you give me money to blow on gambling. Um, okay, that's this is a good time to end. Nathan, you know what to say. Spread the word. Spread. It.